Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about your workspace as your calling card. Cynthia was a CFO whom I'd only heard about. Her boss, the CEO, had asked me to warm her up. When I arrived for my first coaching session, still not having met her, I was invited to wait for her in her office, and almost immediately I understood why she needed warming up. There wasn't one personal item in her entire office. There wasn't a picture on the wall that wasn't from the corporate art bin. There wasn't a diploma. There wasn't even a book that wasn't a binder. The room was telling me that the person who worked there was unavailable and well defended. The flip side of that story is the young manager at one of the studios, you'll guess which one in a minute, whom I'd been coaching for a while. The goal for his coaching had been to polish him for a promotion. Our work had gone well, especially getting him to be taken more seriously by his peers. Then I visited his workspace. It was overflowing with all things Taz, as in the Tasmanian Devil, one of Bugs Bunny's arch-enemies. There were Taz lunchboxes, and action figures, and animation cells, and toys, and he wondered why he'd had trouble being taken seriously. In theater and film, set decoration is an art. Nothing gets placed on a set by accident. The grimy curtains in the dank New Orleans apartment of a streetcar named Desire tell us as much about Stanley and Stella as the thousands of unopened crates at the end of Citizen Kane tell us about Charles Foster Kane. As an actor on the corporate stage, you have to be your own set decorator. Like it or not, your workspace speaks volumes about you. When someone pokes their head in on their way to a meeting, the space you've created influences their impression of you. And after you've gone for the day, your space continues to tell your story. Is it telling the story you want told about you? Step outside your workspace. Look back with a stranger's eyes, without attachment. What portrait is painted by what's there? If you were looking to hire someone, would you hire the person who created that space? Once, I was one of three coaches working with a particularly challenging executive. When we compared notes, we found we had all noticed a small snapshot in an unassuming plastic frame off to one side of her office. The picture showed her on top of a formidable mountain. Clearly reaching this peak was a triumphant achievement. Now, interestingly, we each had different opinions as to what the picture meant about her psychologically, but we all agreed that putting it there was an intentional and mostly positive act on her part. We'd all noticed it, and now we were all talking about it. I encourage you to look around your space and make intentional choices about what's there. Now, of course, not everyone is going to interpret your setting exactly the way you intend, just as not everyone interprets your actions exactly the way you intend. But that shouldn't stop you from being intentional and choosing with care each item you put on your stage and each item you remove. Are you wondering what happened to Cynthia, the cold CFO? She told me plainly she wasn't interested in making any personal changes, and within a year she took an exit package. Was her austere office her undoing? Well, no, of course not, at least not by itself. But it certainly was a factor in how she was perceived, as your workspace is about you. 
All of our podcasts are intended to help you be perceived the way you want to be perceived. You can find all the Look and Sound of Leadership podcasts on iTunes or at our website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's, dot com. Click on the button marked Tips and Tools and then click Executive Coaching Tips. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.